0: Well, good Thursday morning, and welcome to our deck, and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, the temperature is moderated a little bit, so it's a little nice for sitting out here on the deck.
1: It is, and some wonderful uh, Noah's Window uh, listeners sent us these beautiful roses, so I just wanted you all to enjoy those with me today.
0: How you made Mary Alice's day. Yes. (laughs) Well, Mary Alice... uh, you know, normally we, we pull something from the one-year Bible where we are, but my mind has been on Isaiah 55 today. You know, there are chapters, I think, in the Bible that are just kind of mountain peak chapters. You know, you've got Romans 8 in the in the New Testament or First Corinthians 15, which we'll be talking about before long. But in the Old Testament, one of my favorite chapters is Isaiah 55. And you know, uh, my printing of the New Living Translation here has a heading over Isaiah, Isaiah 55 called, Invitation to the Lord's Salvation. Mm. You know, there are people, you, you teach the Bible, or else I know you love scripture, there are people who have the mistaken idea that the Old Testament believers were saved by works, right. by keeping the law, and the New Testament believers are saved by grace through faith. But scripture is very clear that's not the case, right? Correct. Correct. In fact, um, in book by book, we just finished
1: studying Romans, and Paul goes to great lengths to emphasize that, that no one is saved
0: by keeping the law. Yeah, he talks about Abraham. He said, you know, if Abraham was justified by works, then he could brag, but he said he could he couldn't. He could brag, yeah. And even though Abraham was a great man, he had thoughts and failures in his life as well. And know. it was his faith that was counted as righteous. That's right. So it's important to recognize that the old testament believers were saved by grace through faith, and Isaiah fifty five is just like it's a gospel mm-hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. It is the invitations to the Lord's salvation and it begins Uh, by asking questions anybody thirsty, you know, come and receive uh, the gift of God without without price. But I want to go down to the verses I'm always quoting at New Spring, and I was just preaching at another church in Wichita. I was preaching at St. Mark's on their 112th anniversary, and I used these verses. I, I think I have cause to think about them every day. Let me read. God said, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For as the heavens are higher, remember that, higher than the earth. As the heavens are higher than the earth. That's quite a bit of distance. So my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts you know often as christians we sort of presume we know how god's going to work but then he doesn't seem to work the way we think he's going to work and sometimes it will leave us asking asking the question where is god Mm -hmm. and yet the bible tells us god is there and he's always working he's always working and his ways are so much better than ours and i think we feel
1: like he should do things the way we think he should do things and if we would just release that trying Mm -hmm. to hold god into that you know here's the thing if, if we If we, um, you know, I remember as a kid, if I begged long enough and hard enough, I might get my mother to do something my way, but she really had a much better way in mind, and that's such a small human comparison, but God always has our best in mind, and if we would just release that and let him take care of it his way his ways are so much better you know in hindsight you say oh I never even thought of that well that's because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts <laughs>
0: well you know I, I get accused uh, lovingly from our staff and friends of having markisms just mm-hmm. you know words or phrases that I say over and over and one as I know I've shared with you since we were you know kids in the ministry I've always said I'm, I'm great at seeing God out my rearview mirror I just can't see him out my windshield very clearly mm-hmm. and of course what I mean by that is after God has worked and everything makes sense then I can say God was all over that but when I'm in the circumstance when I'm in the midst of it and I can't see what God is up to I can wonder where God is. And yet He's got it all under control if we just trust Him. You know we saw this situation I'm about to describe with David uh, earlier I think in Second uh, Samuel but sometimes we're in a situation where we have the same thing came, come up that happened before And yet God works totally different that second time than the first time. And you know the first time, we're like, okay, this is how God works, and I can expect this. Well, we still get the deliverance, but he can work in an entirely different way. And
1: sometimes his schedule is a little
0: different, too. Uh, I've always said God's will doesn't get... I love God's will. It's his timetable that drives mm-hmm. me nuts.
1: And you also, and I know I've said this before on Noah's winter, but these things, these are things that I repeat to myself that God commands us to bring to him all of our what's. Mm-hmm. But we have to trust the when and the how to him. And that fits with this verse because his ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are higher than ours. We just need to turn those over to him and turn, turn those two things over to him.
0: Don't you think Mary and Martha felt that? Oh, yes. when Lazarus died and Jesus didn't come in time mm-hmm. and he's four days late he, he didn't come on their schedule right but when everybody was you know going home from the cemetery and Lazarus was with them mm-hmm. it was glorious it was mm-hmm. wonderful and I think that's what we deal with here and Jesus had a purpose he said to the disciples this is for the glory of God right. well I'm going to bring this up in a, in a series uh, later in the fall but when God says my thoughts are not like your thoughts and my ways are not like your ways Thoughts and ways there are very interesting. Thoughts is the word for God's plans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It would be like um, if, you, if you have a schematic or if you have an instruction book that shows the pieces mm-hmm. you know, of, a, of, a, of an object, how they're, you know, how they're supposed to come together. So God says, my thoughts are not like your thoughts. But then it's the second part that really intrigues me. God says, my ways are not like your ways, which means the way God puts things together. So in other words, God is saying, look, my my plans are not your plans. Mm-hmm. And even if you were able to figure out my plan, which I've been able to do sometimes, God is saying, I'm going to put the pieces together different than you think I should put them together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, God's working in a different way.
1: Well, and just in our lives, you know, we, we've watched this even in recent times where we think we kind of see what god's up to and we kind of think we've planned out the timing and then god in a way in a good way turns it all upside down and said no i'm gonna do it all right right this way and we're like oh well that's even better than we would have even suppose yeah. uh, so supposed so oh, yeah. We can, if we just trust God, it always—it's always amazing to me how God is in the details of our lives.
0: Well, we've told and the story is. before on Noah's Wind, and I don't want to take a long time telling it, or else you know we'll, we'll make this addition too long. But when uh, we knew we were coming up here to Kansas from Texas, um, because because of my schedule in Texas, we could not leave. Texas to move to Kansas until I think something like 10 months, 9 nine months or something after I'd agreed to come up here and I was, I was kind of secretly hoping that that would be a deal breaker for the church and that way I could say well, I want to stay in Texas but they said no, just whatever and that's when I really knew God was in it but we had to sell our house in Texas and that's, uh, this is back uh, in the mid 80's and a, a lot of you too young to remember this but uh, mortgage rates went through the roof. At one time, they were over 21%. But at this point, they were like around 18%. So it was so hard to sell a house in those days. Mm -hmm. And I remember we went home. You put an ad in the paper. We sold the house like the first week it was in the paper. That would have been in September. We're not moving till June. Um, And so we were so excited about it. But then the guy's mortgage company went bankrupt, and we had to start all over again, and I was just getting so frustrated. Where is God? Why is God not working? Mm-hmm. Now, we knew we were going to have to get an apartment after we sold the house, you know, for the other months that we were going to be in Texas. And I mean, it just kept dragging on, then that mortgage company had trouble. So we sold the house in September. We did not close until December 6th, do you remember that? I did. And the day we had agreed to move was June 6th, mm-hmm. and I never will forget the day. It hit me, because you had to have a six-month lease on an apartment. Mm -hmm. It's exactly six months from December the 6th to June the 6th. And we got
1: our deposit back. And we got got our deposit back, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, you know, you look at that, and it was like so frustrating, because everything seemed to be going wrong, and my gears Mm -hmm. are grinding, Mm -hmm. and where is God, and we thought we knew how God was going to work. Well, we knew the plan. He had revealed Mm -hmm. the plan. He wanted us to come to Kansas and be here. But, boy, he sure did put the pieces together differently than we thought he was going to. Yes, he did. But it was great. Yes, you know, honest, the thing I, I think about here is that God is always working, mm-hmm. even when it seems like he's not, you know. I can't get away from the word higher mm-hmm. in this verse, because several times God says what he's doing is higher mm-hmm. than what we are. I mean, when we were kids in school in the first grade or kindergarten, you remember how when they brought the Crayolas out, and I guess we're probably giving away our age because I'm sure it's not like this today. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's this long blocks of flat, big Crayolas. Mm-hmm. The you primary know, colors. Primary colors. Thing. Red, orange, yeah. yellow, green, blue, you know, violet. Um, that's kind of what we're working with. And yet God is working with every color mm-hmm. as a spectrum, mm-hmm. you know. And he, he just does things on a higher level than, than we can even imagine, which just makes me realize the important thing to do is to surrender to His plan. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so glad you joined us on Noah's Wendy today, and I pray that this verse has been an encouragement to you. I have reason to think about it every day because my life is complicated, and in the ministry there are just so many things that I can't figure out. Uh, I need to remember that God is working and that His ways are higher than mine and His thoughts are higher than mine. Mary, let's pray for us today.
1: let's pray. Oh, Father, we're so comforted just by the knowledge that your ways are higher and your thoughts are higher, and we can trust you. And I just thank you, Father, that you care enough about us that you would be concerned about all those details and that you would love us enough to make plans for us and to work in our lives. And we thank you for that, Father, and for each and every person and family that's watching or listening today. We're all facing challenges and and perplexities in this life, and we just pray that you would... uh, take the take over father take control and we're going to trust you with the when and the how of all the things that we're facing in our life and because we know you're gonna uh, make the plans and act on our behalf and act in love and we trust you father because you've proven yourself faithful in all of our lives up to now and i just pray for each and every individual each and every family represented that even today you would wrap your arms of love around each one draw them close Give them comfort and guidance and healing and uh, provision, whatever is needed in their lives, Father. We're going to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor because we know that you're faithful to take care of us. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. And thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow with another well we're going to pull something out from Isaiah chapter 55. So if you're looking for some place to read in the Bible today, you might look at this great mountain peak chapter in the Old Testament. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. See you
1: soon.